Good afternoon. Welcome to South Philadelphia as LaSalle College High School football at 3-3 three and three on the year tries to take its fourth in a Philadelphia Catholic League battle against Roman Catholic, the Kaolites, 0-7 on the year. A home game for Roman Catholic. Guys, we are in the shadow of Citizens Bank Ballpark right here in South Philadelphia. Bob Long, Andrew Zarelli, Rob Stott alongside. And Rob, let's start with you. The LaSalle Explorers to this point have had an up and down year. They started off pretty well. They went down to DeMatha and, uh, and learned a lot about themselves against a nationally ranked team. The last two weeks, two of the best teams in the state of Pennsylvania dropped a tough one to Archbishop Wood and Prep kind of had their way last week. What are you looking for this week as the team looks to build on what they learned in those games and also notch another victory before playoffs? Right. Well, it's been a tough two-week stretch here for LaSalle, but uh, the Explorers, I think, have an opportunity today. Their defense, especially, uh, after two rough outings, uh, to, to bounce back against a team that's struggling to put up points on the air. We're, we're looking at Roman's schedule over the last six weeks. They, they scored 61 points, so they're averaging about 10 points a game. You know, giving up 31 points a game in, in those contests. Uh, so I, I think this is an opportunity for LaSalle to, to really bounce back and sort of get their momentum going as we get into November here. And now, Andrew, to you. After that game last week, you are in school every day. You get the pulse of how this team is feeling. What was the reaction like, and how do you think they'll come into this game? Well, it seemed like the guys really put that game uh, behind them. It was definitely rough, especially with myself being in the, uh, in the student section. Um, but the guys are looking, they're ready to bounce back. And I, I think a big thing to look out for is uh, Chris Ferguson, how he'll play, uh, trying to bounce back again from, you know, pretty rough outing last week. And also he's, he's been injured. He had a bruised ankle, uh, I believe. So he's, you know, been trying to, he's been healing up all week. He's been, uh, you know, in regular shoes, walking around LaSalle. Um, so we've been seeing him. We'll see how, uh, how healthy he is on that foot and if he's able to move around a little bit. We expect some changes here for... Roman Catholic this afternoon. They've had some injuries and uh, not limited to Jake Doyle on their offensive line. Daniel Edwards as well. Two guys that started the year on the O-line and now are out. So two out of their top five guys there. Don Killen likes to or looks to really keep the offensive line together. He's the center of this team. Now we'll take a quick break as we are pausing for a prayer in the National Anthem. We'll be right back on the other side. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Football right here on Bob Long Sports. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year.
Welcome back to the Philadelphia Super Site right here in South Philadelphia in the shadow of Citizens Bank Park where the Philadelphia Phillies play. Bob Long, Andrew Zarilli, and Rob Stott alongside. We're just about ready for the opening kick. LaSalle will receive. Charles Heaton and Nick Ranella will be back. And for Roman Catholic, place kicker Ethan Mahler will send it from right to left on your radio dial. Roman Catholic dressed in their all-purples. They will kick it a squib right up the middle, field it at the 30-yard line, up towards the 35, where Kohler Setley will be taken down. They may spot that up at the 36, and the LaSalle offense will get started. And, guys, this LaSalle offense, we've seen good things from Chris Ferguson pretty much all year. Andrew, you talked about the bounce back this particular weekend. I'm going to be looking to see how often we see number 14 Isaiah Jones back there from center, likely to be the quarterback for the next two seasons as he's only a sophomore and a dynamic player that they may bring in to change things up. They'll start with Chris Ferguson, however, in the shotgun. In motion comes number five, Nick Ranella. He will take the screen pass, caught at the 33, cuts up to the 40, cuts inside again, and is met by a group of Cahillites at the 45-yard line. Dropped about a half yard short of that line and will be second and about three. And Bob, it's nice to see Ferguson getting a little bit of confidence there. Nice little screen pass. Easy play for him to, to make a read on and get it to his playmaker and get him in space. Second down, and they'll mark it two. In the I formation go the Explorers. Corbin Mell, the fullback, side Madden, number 15, the deep back. Two receivers to the near side. Four on the offensive line for Roman Catholic. Again, a screen for the Explorers. It's caught by Holland, number one, past the midfield stripe and down at the 45-yard line of Roman Catholic, a first down for the Explorers. Bob, it's clear what the message is here early with the Explorers' offense. They're trying to get Ferguson some confidence, some easy screen passes, get the guys in motion and, and upfield uh, against this defense that's had a rough year, rough go of it so far for Roman. Will be a first down and 10. LaSalle on two plays has gotten first down and about 20 yards in the process. Two running backs in the backfield with Chris Ferguson, one to each side. Two receivers to the outside and a tight end lined up to the right. Handoff inside to Corbin Mel. Tries to get a blocker, cuts inside, and will get three yards up to the 42-yard line. Beautiful afternoon for football. Perfect, just below 60 degrees. Couple clouds in the sky, but overall blue skies here in South Philadelphia. It's that crisp change of air. It's starting to get just a little cold, but we're not quite to winter yet. So it... it Beautiful day. Two receivers once again in the backfield this time. Near side, two receivers. Inside handoff to Cy Madden. Breaks one tackle, gets across the 40-yard line, muscles his way down to the 36. Will be a yard short of a first down. Third and one upcoming. That was a nice strong run up the middle by Madden, sort of shaking off blockers, turning around, 
hitting that circle button on his PS4 controller <laughs> a few times, getting some nice yardage there on a good second down run. LaSalle dressed in their traditional gold helmets with the white tops, gold bottoms, driving left to right on your radio dial. This the first drive of the game, still knotted at zero. Inside handoff again to Cy Madden. He'll get the first down all the way down to the 32-yard line, a gain of four and a first down for the Explorers. That's got to be uh, nice for the LaSalle offensive lineman there. You see Roman come out with four down linemen, three linebackers, and then they bring the safety down, kind of a 46 look a little bit. Um, and that's very intimidating to run against, but when you can get, the, get that push up front and get to the second level, it's, it's a great, great feeling for your guys like Cy Matt in there to have some open holes to run through. LaSalle moving the ball down the field efficiently. Two screen passes and the rest have been runs. In the shotgun, two running backs will be behind Ferguson with a receiver to the near side. They'll flip it to the outside. Isaiah Jones is wrapped up in the backfield. That's a loss of seven yards for the Explorers. LaSalle looks to go to the, the triple option. The inside run gets contained. Ferguson getting to the outside gets contained. He tries to pitch it and... They're all over it. Great defensive play there by Ruben. And it looked like maybe the read there might have been to hand it off to the inside, not just because the fact that he got tackled so far in the backfield, but looked like there was a seam that Cy Madden could have taken. Instead, the Explorers will be backed up. Only six yards. We said loss of seven, but looks closer to second and 16 upcoming. Two receivers now to the near side. Ferguson in the shotgun. Roman jumps off sides. Was there, was there inducement by movement on the offensive line? We will find out. Called encroachment on Roman Catholic, so the offensive line of LaSalle remained still, and it was a jump by the Cahillites. 8.03 to play first quarter, still scoreless. That penalty brings them almost back to the original line of scrimmage. They'll snap it from the 31-yard line, second and a short 11 upcoming. Two receivers out wide. They'll inside hand it off to number 15, Cy Madden. He's got a lot of room to the outside. To the 15, to the 10, to the 5. He's knocked down. Is he short? They're going to give it to him. A touchdown for number 15, Cy Madden. A 31-yard gain in LaSalle for the time being. Up 6-0. LaSalle there did a great job selling the, uh, selling the pass on the draw play and Ferguson hands it off to, uh, to Cy Madden, wide open hole, and he's able to bounce it outside and outrun everyone to the corner for the touchdown. There was a flag on the field. They will call a personal foul against Roman Catholic. Touchdown will stand, it appears, and 15 yards will be added to the kick on the next kickoff for the Explorers. 6 nothing Explorers, and again, bouncing it to the outside. What a move by Cy Madden and just the, at that point, foot speed to beat the defensive backs of Roman Catholic. On to take the extra point, number six, Matt Savage. Savage has been reliable all year long for this team. LaSalle needs an extra man. They'll wave on the big offensive lineman. Now they're set. The kick swings the right leg through. Up and good. It's 7-0 Explorers. 7.37 to play first quarter here from the South Philadelphia Super Site. 
Vincenzo Paluzzi, number 67, was the big man they called on. Quite a sprint for him to get to that line, and uh, and all for the better as Savage knocks it through. A little confusion there on the uh, the point after try, but you know, all in all, I think a really successful opening drive for the Explorers. Um, one play that didn't work out in their favor. It got sort of negated by the encroachment on Roman, but I mean, for for the most part, that drive it was a lot of big chunks of yards for the Explorers, and, and really a great way to open their day here at this South Philly super site. Now, if there's one thing I took away from that drive, I, I know we're trying to get, uh, or Sal's trying to get Chris Ferguson's confidence up, but I saw a lot of press coverage, no real safety help over the top, so I might be looking to see if LaSalle's willing to try and take the top off of the defense with someone like Charles Heaton, Nick Ronella, Winston Eubanks, and potentially take a shot down the field later on in this game. Now they'll add that 15 yards from that personal foul call. At the conclusion of the touchdown run from Cy Madden. They'll kick this off now from the Roman Catholic 45-yard line. Savage will put the tee down. And you wonder what they try to do here. They may try to kick this short here, guys, to try to get the guys down the field and see if they can make things happen to cause a turnover. Or they could just blow it through the end zone. Savage with a couple steps to the left, arm up, to the ball, swings the right leg through, kicks it pretty high. It'll go into the end zone and bounce out. That might have been the intention to try to have it land at about the goal line, but landed in the end zone nonetheless will be a first down for Roman Catholic. They'll start from their own 20-yard line on their first offensive series. And going back to what you mentioned earlier, Bob, we'll definitely be looking to see uh, if LaSalle decides to bring some pressure with uh, two of the five uh, Roman offensive linemen. Uh, down to injury, uh, we'll definitely have to see, you know, which co what Coach Steinmetz is looking to uh, to throw at him. For Roman Catholic, starting quarterback number ten, Philip De Williams started the year as the starter is certainly today, but may see a little bit of a shorter leash from him as they hand it off inside Humps of Basil. We will see a lot of carries from him. He gets about a yard as he tried to stretch it out wide to the far side, strung out well by the Explorers. But guys, Anthony Butler, number three, is the backup. He's a junior and in flashes has shown some really good things this year. And, uh, and you wonder if there's a little bit of a jockey back and forth in these first couple series. And then if Roman will stay with the hot hand the rest of the way. Yeah, I, I'd look for the Explorers to sort of put the pressure um, onto Williams, see, to, see what he has to offer and, and maybe shake him, rattle him a little bit and see how we go from there. Inside handoff wrapped up in the backfield by the Explorers. Number 18, Marquise Cooper. Couldn't get any room, and that was just the offensive line of Roman unable to stop the penetration of LaSalle. Big Garrett Zobel was in there on the stop. Second, I should say third now, 13 upcoming. First series for Roman Catholic. They've Tried to run the ball outside twice and just have been unable to get any type of movement to the outside and blocking. Now we'll get our first good look at the Williams, see what he has to offer today, or maybe not. He'll inside handoff once again to Cooper. Cooper goes down in the backfield, a loss of one, and the first series for the Explorer defense, very effective. In the calls on that series, Bob, you got to wonder, uh, three inside handoffs, they didn't really let the Williams get out and... Um, show off his arm at all, but makes you wonder what, what sort of the, the thinking there was for the opening drive for Roman or their confidence in their quarterback. 
Ranellas lined up inside the 50-yard line on the Roman Catholic side. Punt will land at the 46-yard line. Ranella backed off. And number 24, Corcoran Amon, is there to down it. They'll down it at the 49-yard line. So LaSalle will start this in Roman Catholic territory with a 7-0 lead, 5.46 to play first quarter. And we'll get another look at Chris Ferguson and the LaSalle offense. Ferguson will line up in the shotgun. Corbin Mell and Cy Madden on each side of him. One receiver to each side. Inside handoff to Madden. Patience now finds the hole and cuts through it. A gain of four yards to the 45-yard line. Guys, he strung that along well to the outside. Just waited for the seam, found it, and hit it quickly. Yeah, you're noticing a lot of runs and sweeps and screens to the outside. The one play that stood out for me from that last drive was... I was talking about Madden hitting the circle button on his controller <laughs> and the spins up the middle and stuff. But I, I'd like to see them try to go up the middle a little more here, sort of test that line from Roman, because it looked like they, they really had some uh, good chunks of yards there. Eye formation, Corbin Mel, the fullback, Cy Madden, the deep back, cuts to the inside. He'll get a gain of three yards, wrapped up by a bunch of Kaolites right there. It will be third down and short, call it two. Explorers driving down the field. Their second drive of the game. They're at the Roman Catholic 41 and need the 39. We tick under 4.45 to play here in the first quarter. Only three offensive plays for Roman Catholic to this point. LaSalle on their second drive, highlighted by runs and easy passes to get playmakers in space. This, another inside handoff third down. Madden will bounce it to the outside. Wrapped up at the 45-yard line. Looks to be a yard short. The Kaolites come up with the stop on third down, and we'll see if they'll need to come up with a stop on fourth as well if the Explorers will leave the offense on the field. Got to wonder, the way they've been, they have been moving the ball, it's a little struggling here on second and third down, but uh, for the most part been able to really get the, the ball moving, and it, it does look like they're going to go for it here. So big early fourth down test for both sides here. Leaving the offense on the field, number 17, Chris Ferguson gets the call from the sideline. In the backfield, joined by Corbin Mell and Cy Madden. Inside handoff to Madden. Downhill he goes and a first down for the Explorers. All the way down to the 33-yard line, a gain of seven, and an Explorer first down with 3.44 to play in the first quarter. LaSalle hasn't been really throwing too many surprises at Roman, uh, coming out with at least, you know, Corbin Mel in the backfield with Cy Madden and Trainer or some of the other tight ends getting some action in there, coming out two tight ends, two backs, one receiver. You know they're looking to pound it up the middle, and, you know, when you can't get, get pressure up the middle like that, like you would if you're uh, Roman right now, it's, it's got to be frustrating. First down and 10. LaSalle from the Roman Catholic 33-yard line. Nick Rinella will come in motion. Ferguson in the shotgun. Inside handoff to Cy Madden, cuts it upfield, gets about two, and then is met at the 31-yard line by a couple Roman Catholic Cahillites, led by number 40, John Schmidt. And guys, we talked about that a little bit before we came onto the air, but we weren't, see, we weren't sure if we were going to see John Schmidt. reason I hesitated a little bit on his number. He's been injured a lot this year, their best middle linebacker, and we saw him suited up, just we're unsure if he was going to be 100%, and there he is on the stop. Right, right, right. 
They'll spot Madden actually at the 42-yard line, so a gain of one, second and nine. Again in the shotgun, they'll swing it out wide to Holland. Holland gets nailed right at the line of scrimmage. Nice job by the secondary to play up for the Cahillites. Will be third and eight upcoming. Shane Flaherty on the stop. And again, it's been all screens and inside and outside handoffs, so we'll look to see here. Maybe they let Chris Ferguson uh, take a shot down the field a little bit against the Roman, Roman Catholic coverage that, you know, hasn't really shown much of uh, stopping over the top as they haven't been tested yet. And Andrew, I think that's certainly a good point. I also wouldn't be surprised to see a run here to cut this in half, likely two down territory just outside field goal range at the 32. They'll swing it. Side Madden, did he come up with it? He did. It was almost picked off there, but it will be still a big loss and will likely take that fourth down conversion out of the equation. They'll likely send the kicking team on the field, but my goodness, that could have been a fumble. That was very close outside uh, pitch play, and Corbin Mel just got beat off the, uh, off the snap by the uh, Roman defender, and the play was blown up. He was pretty much tackled before he even caught the ball. Uh, so still a little risky there to even try to pitch that, but I think that's what the play call uh, says. And, you know, Ferguson ends up, you know, coming out all right with that. What a play by number 42, Tom Stevens, the middle linebacker. Now Rasek will be on to punt. Lands at the five-yard line, but the top spin will take it into the end zone. A touchback, and Roman Catholic will start their second offensive series right from where they started the first one at their own 20-yard line. 105 to play first quarter, and Andrew, what have you seen from this LaSalle offense thus far? It's been all... All side Madden and also outside uh, outside tosses to get out to Ronella and other playmakers. Um, again, I would definitely like to see at least a couple slants, something like that, to try and you know keep keep Roman honest to keep them from you know playing underneath so much. Uh, but so far they've been playing well. De Williams takes the snap, hands it off inside to Basil. Basil for a gainer of about three yards went right up the middle, met by the very big offensive line for LaSalle. When you run out there, Jimmy Morrissey, Garrett Zobel, Chris Maloney, and Anthony Piscopo, that's a pretty intimidating defensive line, and this LaSalle team has been good pretty much all year in generating pressure. Zobel, just a sophomore at 6'2", 240. Second down. And seven upcoming, the inside handoff once again to Basil. Spins to the inside, a gain of four. Will be third and three upcoming from the 27-yard line. And still Roman sticking with the inside handoffs here. Working better than they did on the first drive. But, uh, I mean, if you're LaSalle, at this point you could really just stack the, the box and and try to focus on that because they, they have shown no confidence in, in letting their quarterback to Williams sort of go out and make a play with his arm. Clock runs down. That's the end of the first 12 minutes of play here from the Philadelphia Athletic Super Site in the shadow of Citizens Bank Park and this LaSalle team, 3-3 three and three on the year, guys. They have this game and then a game next Friday against Father Judge. That's the end of the regular season. Quad A standings as they stand this moment. St. Joe's Prep, number one in Quad A, LaSalle, two. Father Judge, three. And then Roman Catholic, four. They would take a week off in between the Halloween weekend 
and then November 14th where they would pick up that first round. LaSalle slated at this point if they went out to play Father Judge, who they will also play on Friday, October 30th. Roman Catholic would play St. Joe's Prep, and then if the top seeds advance, it would be a rematch of LaSalle versus Prep on the weekend of November 20th through the 22nd. I, you know that LaSalle's chopping at the bit to make up for how last week went, so um, be a fun one to watch, I think. I want to thank our colleagues at the Sports Fan Base Network who helped you bring that game to you. Did a great job. Jeremy Treatman, John Marks on the play-by-play -play and color respectively. The guys did a great job, and, uh, and we thank them for their service and broadcasting of high school sports in Philadelphia. Third down and three upcoming. Call it a long three. Spotted at the 26-and-a-half yard line. And LaSalle looks like they were induced offsides. Don't think there was movement up front. This should give Roman Catholic a first down. Indeed, an encroachment called by the head official, LaSalle. We'll have to back up five yards, and that's the first, first down for the Cahillites this afternoon. And that's one of those when you get a free, you're 0 for 5 in basketball and you get a free throw, you knock it down just to make sure there's no lid on the rim. And now the Roman offense can get going a little bit here. Inside handoff, fumble. LaSalle all over it. Can they pick it up? They do indeed. It looks like they have it at the five-yard line of Roman Catholic. And that was just a bad exchange. Uh, LaSalle got, did get pressure right through the line there. Um, caused the Roman runner to just lose the ball. And the big turnover there deep into Roman territory for LaSalle. Tom Flavin on the recovery number three. Andrew, it looked like he tried to pick it up on the run so that he could score. He first made contact with it at about the 10-yard line. And because it wasn't fourth down and because we're not within the last two minutes, he was able to advance that ball forward and then still pick it up at the five-yard line. Right, good heads-up play. And definitely you look to score when you get your hands on the ball on defense. Inside handoff to Cy Madden. One play. Can he get to the end zone? They'll mark him just short inside the one-yard line. Second and goal upcoming for the Explorers. And again, if you're Flavin there, if you're going to pick it up on the run, you better get it because otherwise, just fall on it. Back to the line quickly come the Explorers. Second and goal from inside the one. Side Madden, inside handoff, gets through a tackle, steps into the end zone, a touchdown for the Explorers. It's 13-0, 11-23 to play second quarter. And Bob, to go back to your analogy, it's like uh, making a free throw to make sure the lid's on the basket, and then someone climbs up on a ladder and actually puts a lid on the <laughs> basket. You're, you know, you, you get a little bit of a little bit of momentum from the penalty from the first down uh, via penalty, and then bad exchange leads to a two-play score from LaSalle. Matt Savage on to attempt the extra point, swings the right leg through end over end spin, and it's good. Fourteen nothing Explorers. They pounce quickly. After recovering the fumble by number three, Tom Flavin, Cy Madden, two runs, that's all he needed to get to the end zone for six. And again, this is exactly, I think, what we expected coming into this game, seeing heavy doses of Cy Madden, uh, getting the ball up the middle, bouncing it to the outside. He scored once already on a nice long touchdown run, bouncing it to the outside, and now, again, just pounding the ball up inside behind, uh, behind your trusty offensive line and getting the score. And here's the difference so far here, guys. Certainly the LaSalle offensive and defensive lines are pushing Roman around a little bit, but that ball fumbled versus 
the ball to Isaiah Jones and the other one to Cy Madden where you could have easily had a dislodge. Those guys had the strength to hold on to the ball, maintain possession. No turnovers here yet for the Explorers. And Roman Catholic, who's going to need to win this turnover battle when their size is a little bit undermined uh, by, the over by the overall size of this LaSalle team, if they can't win that turnover battle, it's going to be a tough afternoon. Savage to address. Swings the right leg through at the 40-yard line. End over end spin. Caught at the three-yard line. Some blocking up to the 20, but sneaking and knifing through are the Explorers. Tackle made at the 19-yard line. Kohler Setley there on the tackle. Rodney Michael on the return for Roman Catholic. Now Roman will begin their third offensive series of the day, all at or inside their own 20-yard line. That's another thing, Andrew, field position if Roman wants to get back into this game. Philip DeWilliams, two running backs in the backfield. Inside handoff, Basile nowhere to go, wrapped up at the 17-yard line. It's a loss of two. That was a great stiff arm by uh, Roman's running back, but I'm not sure who he, who he got with that, but he got right back up, and as uh, the Explorers defense uh, strung it out, and he tried to cut back to the inside, whoever that LaSalle defender was was able to get back up and make the play. Second and 12 upcoming here. 10.48 and counting here in the second quarter. LaSalle leading 14-0. Philip DeWilliams and the Roman offense will go to the I formation. Basile, the deep back, handed off to the inside, wrapped up, maybe after about one yard. And, Bob, you can see with this Explorer defense, they know it's been all run so far for Roman, so they're just stacking the box. They had 11 guys within five yards of the line of scrimmage. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of obvious what's coming, what direction it's going. You can't, you don't know until the snap, but, I mean, Explorers are just stacking the box and making it difficult for Ruman to find any lanes or room or seams to, to get their runners into. Marquise Cooper and Tom Stevens. Stevens, number 42, the fullback, will come off the field. It'll be Busill alone in the backfield with the quarterback, DeWilliams. Two receivers to the far side. Inside handoff and the spin from Busill, but he spins right back into the Explorer defense. Kohler Setley on the stop. That one about two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Fourth down upcoming for Roman Catholic. And once again, the LaSalle defense yet to allow a first down by any means other than a penalty. And it looks like for the third time here, they're going to start a drive in Roman territory. So clearly winning the, the field position battle at this point in the game. Ethan Mailer set to punt. Rinella will wave for a fair catch at the 38-yard line of Roman Catholic where he will glove it right there. First down will up come for the Explorers, and they need 38 yards to score another touchdown here. Number 19, the punter, did a nice job out there looking for the Emmy. He uh, might have been a little bit of contact <laughs> made with him, but he went straight to the ground and looked up at the official. The official wasn't giving it to him, though. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to do what you can to get back into the game, but... Uh, not that time. For Philadelphia is a city of fine arts, Andrew. 
Now the offense for LaSalle back onto the field. One running back in the backfield. Ferguson with a deep drop, has time, throws it over the middle, caught by Holland inside the 20-yard line. A big gain and a first down for the Explorers. Call it a gain of 20. And that's exactly the kind of play here to open this drive that I, I was kind of looking for from LaSalle. They run the ball, got, a nice, got themselves a nice little cushion here, 14 points. Now they can take Ferguson and, and give him the opportunity to, to get the ball down the field laterally and connect it beautifully there. First and 10 upcoming from the 18-yard line. Isaiah Jones will now be the quarterback in the backfield, along with Cy Madden. We mentioned we were looking forward to seeing these types of looks. Screen pass to the outside, goes off the hands of Holland, a bit high and a bit outside his reach. Second down and 10. Rob, the reason I talk about seeing Isaiah Jones is I think as they get into the playoffs, to give different looks. Chris Ferguson will be the starter, but they may bring Isaiah Jones out for a few series. And to get him looks in a game like this, more of a comfortable setting than we've seen the last two weekends, I think is important. For sure. And you think of teams uh, with running backs that are different sizes and, and looks, you get the change of pace back. And it's an interesting, it's a great opportunity for, for him here to, to get these looks late in the season. Inside handoff to Cy Madden on second and 10. Madden bounces off a tackler. Gets close to five yards. We'll give him five exactly. Third and five upcoming for the Explorers. And Peter Nielsen, the tight end, will come onto the field for the Explorers side. Madden will be substituted off. Right, and going back to Jones, the other thing here is that, I mean, this is going to be his team uh, in, over the next few years, so you might as well start getting them those looks early uh, in games. So you can practice as much as you want, but... It's not until you step onto that field for a game that you can really judge a guy and, and see how he's doing. Third and five from the 13. They need the eight-yard line. Inside handoff to Nick Ranella. Bounces off one tackler. Gets right up towards that line. Did he get there? They may spot him a half-yard short at just inside the nine-yard line. Rob looked like he was going to be tackled right at the line of scrimmage, but just made one juke move to the outside. You know, Sai isn't the only guy that has his controller in hand on this field today, so it's pretty clear this Explorer offense is ready to go, and uh, just so many playmakers, guys that have the ability to just plant their foot and make a cut like that, and Ronella did it. Fourth and one upcoming offense will stay on the field. Do you blame them with two downhill runners like Isaiah Jones and Side Madden in the backfield? In the shotgun they go. Hard count. And they induce the Cahillites offside. I saw it from here. The way those shoulders were moving, it looked like a hard count. And sometimes that can be even more obvious than if you're not being as demonstrative. But clearly not to the Cahillites. They jump off sides on fourth and one and will be a first down for the Explorers. That five-yard penalty will put them inside the five-yard line. First and goal from the four. Isaiah Jones in the shotgun with side Madden alongside. Madden will go for a block. Off tackle will go Isaiah Jones. Isaiah Jones will get about one yard. Second and three from the three. They need the touchdown. And that's the difference here with Jones in place of Ferguson is that he's a no knock against Ferguson. Or, uh, no knock against Ferguson, but Jones is a little more athletic of a quarterback. He can get outside the pocket and use his legs to his advantage as well so see that a little bit there 623 to play second quarter 
Now Corbin Mell alongside Isaiah Jones and Cy Madden in the backfield. Isaiah Jones will take it up the middle himself, reaches the ball out over the goal line, a touchdown for the Explorers. It's 20 nothing, 6-11 to play here in the second quarter. That was a great look by Jones. Explorers have been going to the outside, stretching the field a little bit. That time decided to just take the ball. Jones snuck it right up the middle, had a lot of room, and had a really interesting dive there. Extending the ball out, sort of doing his own little acting, I guess, wants his own Emmy here today. Matt Savage to kick the extra point, end over end, and it is good. 21 to nothing. LaSalle has punched the Cahillites in the mouth here at South Philadelphia Super Site. And I guess we've been talking a lot about Isaiah Jones, but we'll go back to him real quick. I, th I think the main difference is Ferguson is more of a a pocket-type guy, more of the prototypical quarterback, whereas I think Isaiah is more of a raw athlete. He's more of the guy. That's why you see him come out. He's running the ball a lot, which if he is going to be the guy, you definitely want to see him throw some passes. Again, he's, you know, they're, they're trying to put him up to, I guess, Ferguson's level and throwing only screen so far. Sure. But, um, you definitely would like to see him, you know, get more confident with going downfield, and over the next two years we'll, we'll definitely be seeing a lot of that from him. First series of that drive for the Explorers was highlighted by a 20-yard pass from Chris Ferguson to Troy Holland. And then the second half of that drive, from a yardage perspective, was dominated by number 14, Isaiah Jones. And again, we talked about it before the game, chances to see him in a quarterback role in a game that, once they're up a couple scores, LaSalle can try a few things out, get ready for the playoffs, and see what Isaiah Jones can do back there in the quarterback position. Now Basil will return the next kick up past the 30-yard line to the 32. Roman will start their fourth series of the game from their best field position yet, the 32-yard line. I guess the question will be when will they let uh, DeMichaels pass? Or I'm sorry, is it DeMichaelis? De Williams, De Williams. yes. Wow. A little rough up here. <laughs> no sweat. But, um, but, yeah, we'll see if they, they finally let him air the ball out a little bit. You are down by three scores, you know, maybe – Try something out yourselves. Uh, get something going with your quarterback. DeWilliams, the quarterback, as well as Cooper in the backfield. They'll fake the inside handoff. Cooper makes the reception at the 30-yard line and stumbles right there. Will be a loss of one. They look to let Anthony Piscopo straight through, and then that led to the flip towards Cooper, who feigned the block. They tried to set up the screen, and... The blocking wasn't quite there to allow for a long run, but without the trip, he probably could have gotten another three or four yards there. And if I'm the Williams, I'm, I'm getting that ball out as quick as I can. Anthony Piscopo bearing down on you, that's, <laughs> that's a scary sight for a quarterback. DeWilliams in the backfield with Basile. They'll hand it off inside. He won't even get back to the line of scrimmage. And the ball is out. They're going to say that forward progress had been stopped at the 28-yard line, closer to the 29. But that ball was ripped out by the active hands of the Explorers, and if that had been a half second earlier, you're likely looking at the ball being returned for six. Love to see LaSalle guys getting in there, getting active with their hands on defense and, you know, going after that ball once you get them wrapped up and stop his forward progress because, you know, he's not going to be breaking out of, uh, not going to be breaking away from a group of five or six Explorers. We'll be third and 13 coming from just inside the Roman Catholic 29-yard line. Cahillites will need the 42 for a first down. DeWilliams in the backfield. Two receivers on the far side. He will roll to his offhand. Far side of the field, he'll throw it into the feet of his receiver, Donathan McCants. McCants was simply setting up for a block, and DeWilliams, knowing he had nothing, just got rid of it and avoided 
a sack there. Kind of interesting to see your, your first real pass downfield with your, uh, your quarterback who's struggling a little bit. And you, you roll him out and you, to, his, uh, to his left side when he's a right-handed quarterback and right. try and get the offensive line strung out there and get some blocks. Uh, obviously didn't work there that time. Fourth down will be Ethan Mailer to punt. Rinella with his heels on the 45-yard line of LaSalle. Punt is fairly short. Caught by Rinella at the 48-yard line. He has room up the sideline to the 30 of Roman Catholic. Cuts inside to the 20. Cuts inside to the 15. Ball is loose. LaSalle looks to have fallen on it right at the 11-yard line and will be a first down for the LaSalle offense. Rinella, flair for the dramatic, took the ball down the sideline and then gave everybody nearly a heart attack with a fumble. But the big men of LaSalle that were down blocking with the alertness to be able to pick that ball up. That was, from the start of that play, he took the punt on the run with a defender. He was getting blocked, but maybe within a yard of him and just found some space and, and really just another electric play for Rinella here for this Explorers team to put them in perfect field position here. I formation, Ferguson, Mel, and Cy Madden, two receivers to the near side, ball on the far hash. Handoff to Madden. Good penetration in the backfield by Roman Catholic off the edge. They tackle him right at the line of scrimmage. And it looks like once again, that's John Schmidt on the tackle. Came off the outside as he lined up on the outside linebacker position. We've seen him in the middle today as well and got really good penetration, did Schmidt. Second and 10. From the 11, call it 12-yard line, inside handoff. Has some room up to the 8-yard line. Side Madden with a 3, maybe 4-yard gain. Will be third and about 6. Explorers will need to get just about to the 3-yard line of Roman Catholic for a first down. Just going back to the Explorers in general, this season it's been all about uh, turnovers and turnover margin. Obviously in the St. Joe's prep game, a lot of turnovers. It was... You know, a rough outing for the offense, keeping the, the ball, you know, in their own hands. And, um, you know, that's something that I believe uh, last Monday night Tom Coughlin was not too happy with his Giants about. And, you know, it's something that you preach at all levels. Uh, so you definitely want to want to see. You know, they get a little lucky today with, you know, the punt there and runs early on. But we'll see if they can keep that uh, together. Another offside by Roman Catholic. A hard count from number 17, Nick, Fer or uh, I should say Chris Ferguson, may have drawn Roman Catholic offside. This will still be likely a yard short after the encroachment penalty is walked off. Three minutes exactly to play second quarter. LaSalle leading over Roman Catholic 21-0 from the South Philadelphia Athletic Super Site. Explorers will have a third and two upcoming. Driving right to left on your radio dial. Ferguson approaches the line of scrimmage, barking out instructions. Two running backs in the backfield. They'll hand to Rinella. Rinella up the middle. A touchdown standing up. 27-0. And LaSalle has complete control here on this Saturday afternoon from the super site. And LaSalle comes out in that pistol formation. They like uh, with you know either Madden or Rinella behind Ferguson and then uh, usually Melee to his, uh, to his left or right. Get a nice little lead blocker. Get some downhill running and just execute it beautifully by LaSalle. Savage on for his, first, for his fourth extra point try. End over end, spin up and good. 
28-0 Explorers, 2.41 to play second quarter. And this team is bouncing back in a big way from the way that they lost against St. Joe's Prep, the heartbreaking loss to Archbishop Wood, and certainly Roman Catholic hasn't had the type of season that they would have liked. And LaSalle came in a heavy, heavy favorite. But they're getting some things done here. On the offensive side of the ball, defensive line is standing up as well, and you can't ask for any more from this team right now. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's been just a perfect afternoon for LaSalle right now. And Roman, I know you mentioned they haven't had the season they want. They're getting a little talking to on the sideline right now. Um, try to get some, just just keep their heads in this game. Because, I mean, it, it, uh, you still got two and a half minutes left in the first half and obviously plenty of time left, but just want to get on the same page and, and get everyone together and come out and try to put something up here. Matt Savage will kick off from the Explorers. Uh, for the f from the 40-yard line. Savage hand up. Approaches the ball. Swings the right leg through. End over end spin. Will bounce at the 11-yard line. Picked up by Busill. Busill. Shifty move up to the 20. And a lot of room. Now up to the 40. Now to the 40-yard line of the Explorers. Can't be ripped down at the 35. Nudges forward for another seven yards. He's inside the 30-yard line of the Explorers, and that's exactly what the doctor ordered for the Cahillites. They will start their fifth drive of the game in LaSalle territory, very close to the red zone. By far their best starting field position of the afternoon. Whatever head coach Jim Murphy said in that huddle for Roman, I clearly worked on that play. Uh, it was great moves by Basil to, to get outside and find a lane. Someone missed a block maybe somewhere, but, you know, uh, it's great, great starting field position. Obviously the best of the day for Roman. It was just impressive to see the one cut and the acceleration to, to get downfield and get that huge return. On the far side of the field, they said that he went out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Now a screen pass, and number one is going backwards. He's going to be tackled for a loss of seven yards at the 40-yard line. Joey Bristow curled inside, had some blocking, and instead really decided to take it all the way across the field, going backwards in the process. And LaSalle was able to make the play seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. And that's just a case of, as a player, trying to make too much happen. Uh, you, you get a huge gain, or you get a huge play like that kick return, and then you know you get the screen pass, it's, it's blown up, and you start running backwards to try to give yourself space, and that's one of the worst things you can do, and ends up uh, setting Roman up with about second and 17. Second and 17 from the 40-yard line. DeWilliams still in there as quarterback. Marquise Cooper in the backfield. Inside handoff to Williams. Can he get to the outside? Walls looked like he might have been held. The rest of the, off uh, the defense for LaSalle able to string that out. A gain of three yards to the 37-yard line. Third and 14 upcoming and likely four down territory here being on LaSalle's side of midfield and out of field goal range. See if they can cut this in half and at that point I think it makes it uh, an interesting discussion for that fourth down. With a minute 24 left you're you know if you do get a, a nice run here maybe you're able to cut some time off the clock you know you might go for it on fourth down and leave LaSalle with minimal time to make something happen. Third and 14 28 nothing Explorers lead 84 seconds to play in the period. They go over the top. They have a receiver. 
Good defense by the Explorers. It was one-on-one -on -one coverage to the outside, broken up. Trey McNeil, the junior defensive back, turned around just in time. Would have been face guarding if he didn't turn around, guys, but was able to turn around. Ball hit him right as he was turning, and it will be fourth down. And McNeil with a great play getting up there. You know, you, you, he had, the receiver had a step on him. The pass was thrown fairly well, and he was just able to get up there and knock the ball out of the receiver's hands. And maybe, maybe there uh, we kind of saw why Roman has been sort of hesitant to, to uh, let the Williams go downfield with the ball. I mean, you say it was thrown well, Andrew. It was kind of a duck. It's not, it <laughs> had a lot of air under it. Uh, it maybe gave his receiver a chance to get up there and get, make the play, but uh, it, was, it wasn't the greatest looking pass in the world. So Maybe a bit underthrown. I mean, maybe it didn't look good on the way getting there, but the receiver had a step, and, yep. and the underthrown yep. nature of it, yeah, maybe let McNeil come back into the play, but all in all, I think a pretty good play from Trey McNeil there. Oh, for sure. Do we, yeah, D Williams definitely had the right look. He went to the right receiver there. It just... Yeah, great play on defense combined with a so-so throw and, you know, sets him up still for a, a pretty sizable fourth down here. So, so Rob, since you talk about the throw there and, and the confidence or lack thereof, are you going for it on fourth down if you're Roman Catholic here or are you going to punt the football from the 37-yard line? You know, the way it looked uh, would make you think you don't, you don't really want to try to do something like that again, but at the same time, it's, you know, you're down 28 nothing. You really have nothing to lose at this point, and it's getting late in the first half. You want to make something happen, so I wouldn't be surprised if you know, they, they uh, try something similar here on fourth down. Offense back onto the field. Phillip DeWilliams in the backfield along with the running back, Basil. Lots of pressure. He's going to go down for a sack. Three explorers are in there. McDermott as well as Piscopo and number 15 side, Madden, who's on the defensive side of the ball. All three of them in there to wrap him up. First down for the explorers now. The offense will come onto the field with a minute 11 remaining. Starting at the 45-yard line. That was just great penetration by LaSalle. I mean, they had three guys in Williams' face right away. He had he went into his you know, three, five-step drop, had no time to really set his feet and get the throw out. So that was just great defense by LaSalle again. Now let's see if the Explorers can move the ball down the field and get another score before the end of the first half. Ferguson will go over the middle. Catch made at the 36-yard line. And going down right there, Troy Holland. We've seen a lot of Holland today, guys. We didn't see him much in the first three games of the series. Really got his first looks against DeMatha as the offense scurries up to the field and tries to snap quickly. But Holland becoming an integral part of the offense. In the shotgun, once again, Ferguson. Five-step drop. We'll go over the top. It's short. Was looking for number 10 right there, Kyle Johnson. Just a bit short there and would have been, again, probably down to the 15-yard line. Better throw gets a first down. And that, if I'm not mistaken, was Ferguson's first incomplete pass of the day? That may be true. I think you're right. The other incompletion I'm remembering is from number 14, uh, Isaiah Jones, when he was looking for Kyle Johnson as well. So not many opportunities, but still it's I mean, pretty awesome to see Ferguson build some confidence here and make some great throws today. Second down and 10. He'll throw for the third time on this drive. Almost intercepted. Charles Heaton needed to play defense there as it was number two, Demir DuVernay, the cornerback who jumped the route and just 
very underthrown that time from Ferguson. Lucky to have a third down opportunity as opposed to a turnover. Yeah, really trying to force the ball downfield. I know you're under a minute now left in the first half, and you're trying to make a play, want to get the ball down the field, but better to take care and not make throws like that when they're really not the, definitely underthrown and some tight coverage on the outside too. So kind of a throw you don't want to really see him make there. Third down and 10. Explorers driving down the field there at the 36-yard line of the Cahillites. Likely will need a first down in order to get points. A little bit out of Savage's field goal range. Inside handoff to Madden. Makes two men miss. He'll get a first down and a lot more inside the 20-yard line. Couple shifty moves from the junior running back, and he gets a first down for the Explorers. A momentary stoppage as they wave the chains forward. 42.8 seconds to play, and a timeout will be called by the Explorers to stop the clock and reinvigorate the offense. But what a run that time from Cy Madden. Madden showing, you know, it's not he doesn't have just the circle button. He's got, you know, the, the joystick to cut inside, outside, <laughs> some truck stick action happening. It was it's great. He I mean he literally is like a video game player watching Madden and it's it's really exciting just the, the moves he's got and very athletic. Really just one of the most dynamic pieces on this offense. So great to see a run like that. So if you listeners didn't know what the theme of the day was, Rob is Going to shove it at all you whether for, you like it or not. All for that Madden, Madden action right now. Cy Madden playing a little Madden. Was just a 30-second timeout to stop the clock, so we'll get the team back on the field. Chris Ferguson along with two running backs and two receivers to the near side. Ball on the far hash. Faking the inside handoff. Over the top. Oh. Nearly caught. Can he come up with it? It is dropped. Had about three wow. opportunities tipped up in the air. Opportunity to make the play. And it looked like Andrew Maloney, the senior tight end. Man, did he have an opportunity to bring that in. It was a great throw from Chris Ferguson. I just think that Maloney had turned the wrong way. Yeah, it got turned around, found the ball a little too late, made an adjustment, and just couldn't come down. Bobbled it three, four times. Oh, man, that would have been one heck of a play. Second down and 10. LaSalle from the 20-yard line of Roman Catholic. 36.1 seconds to play first half. Explorers leading 28-0. Corbin Mell in the backfield. He inside Madden will switch places on the other side of Ferguson. Inside handoff to Madden. Bounces to the outside. Has a first down. Has a touchdown. Got to the edge. Roman couldn't get him to string out. It's Madden all the way into the end zone. A touchdown, and it's now 34 to nothing. Just turned on. He found the edge, got the blocks he needed, turned on the afterburners, and was just gone. It's a great run by Madden. So on a drive starting with 71 seconds to play and 55 yards to gain, a couple good throws from Chris Ferguson, a couple behind the receivers, but the most meaningful gains came on the legs of Cy Madden, and it really just shows what he brings to the table. To be able to have to go in a two-minute type drive and say, well, our best option is still number 15, shows what type of tools this kid has. Savage hits the extra point. It's 35 nothing. It's a great, you know, under two minutes, you want to see some sort of offense that can put a drive together like that and make a quick score when needed, and, and LaSalle just did that. So now as we turn our attention, still 28.8 seconds to play here in the first half, but turning our attention towards the second half, learning opportunities for this team. Anything, Andrew, that you think this team should focus on or will focus on as they move into the stage of the game and season where 
hey, we're trying trying to prepare for the playoffs and get our best team on the field on November 13th or 14th. While I don't think LaSalle will necessarily, uh, you know, abandon the run, I would like to see them definitely get a lot more passing plays, uh, whether it be for Chris Ferguson or for Isaiah Jones. Obviously, Isaiah Jones is the project right now, trying to get him, you know, prepared for uh, the season ahead um, and for the playoffs, and also just to, you know, add a dimension to the offense. We'll have a legal procedure on the Explorers. Kicked out of bounds by Savage. They tried to squib it up the middle and a couple hops to the right nudged it out of bounds. Roman Catholic with 28.8 seconds to play. No time off the clock, obviously. We'll start from the 35-yard line. You see in the NFL, that will start from the 40-yard line. In college, they've moved it back to the 35, and in high school, the 35 as well. Let's see if Roman Catholic has one last gasp here in the first half. They moved the ball down the field last time with a run from Busill on the kickoff return all the way down to the 33-yard line. Certainly a big factor in why Matt Savage decided to go squib that time. Unfortunately for him, just rolled out of bounds in the process. I formation, Roman looks to be pretty conservative here. Handing off to Basile. Nothing conservative about him, though. Up the middle and actually slips after about a gain of seven yards. But had room into the middle of the field. Got past the first level of defense for the Explorers. Nice run from Busill there. And they'll just let the clock run down to 12 and counting. That'll be the end of the first half. LaSalle leading 35 to nothing. They've come on the road to South Philadelphia and Roman Catholic and have put a definitive thump on this first 24 minutes of football. Definitely, it's been all LaSalle so far. Defense getting great penetration in the backfield, not having to worry too much about uh, the passing game. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see you during the halftime show. We'll take a quick break here, come back on the other side. LaSalle leads 35 to nothing over Roman Catholic. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Football right here on Bob Wong Sports, and we'll be right back. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. Elmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. 
Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live, interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Vuvuzela every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Blown Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live, interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. 
Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Welcome back. It's the halftime show right here on Bob Long Sports. Roman Catholic hosting LaSalle, and the Explorers have jumped out to a 35-0 lead. In the booth here, Bob Long, Andrew Zarilli, and Rob Stoughton. Guys, we wanted to take this opportunity to chat a little bit about what's coming up on Bob Long Sports. We've had a great fall, and thanks to the football and soccer teams for all their flexibility, hospitality, and everything else that goes along with getting us out here to do all these broadcasts. We're very excited for the winner as well. Head coach Joe Dempsey of the basketball team looks to reinvigorate his team that's had two really good years. Two years ago, went all the way to the state championship. Last year, beat St. Joe's Prep in the first round of the state playoffs and, uh, and then suffered a, a heartbreaking defeat in the next round. And these teams... Certainly the basketball team to start off. A lot of good players coming back and lots of players that have since moved on but have instilled that culture that's produced two of the best LaSalle basketball teams in recent memory in the last two years. So we're really excited for that. And then certainly head coach Wally Muehlbronner and the hockey team that just about every year seems to make a run through and or win the Flyers Cup. They, again, return just a ton of talent as he always seems to be able to develop as the head coach and we're excited to head up to uh, a few of their venues they don't have a ice hockey facility on campus but all around the Philadelphia area I know there's one up in the northeast where they'll play sometimes and we will be there for a lot of their games this year and hope that you guys are excited to join me on some of those broadcasts definitely would be looking forward to some of them especially uh, I'm a huge basketball fan so that would be uh, great to see in senior year get to see those guys uh, get back out there and I love Coach Dempsey so much. Had him uh, freshman year for English. So always, I think, had a pretty good relationship with him, and I'm looking forward to you know seeing him, seeing him coach the guys. Hopefully, to uh, you know another state title run. That is great, and we're excited for basketball. Like we said, want to give our many thanks to the guy along with me that that helped to found this initiative at LaSalle and to get hopefully more students like Andrew, who's done a great job so far, more of them involved, and to continue to build this up. That's Chris Carabello. He has unlocked a door in the, I guess, I don't even know if it's a door, how shall I say it, but up in the LaSalle gym, there's a window that comes from the trainer's table. And up until last year, that was always open for us to go do broadcasts. When they put the new Philadelphia Catholic League poster, banner, board, whatever you want to call it up there, that was blocked off, and he's now put a hinge up there that allows that to open up, and we'll be broadcasting from a bird's eye view, hardwired internet connection, and essentially all anything you would ever need. So excited to do that. Thanks to Chris Carabello for all his help and, uh, and setting us up for success. Yeah, it's looking to be a good season. You know, as a, a wrestler back in my days at LaSalle, it was like basketball was kind of the sworn enemy of the winter sports. But, you know, I'm since moved on. 
I've given up <laughs> those grievances. The, the and, battle is over. Yeah, it is. So I, I would not mind getting up in the booth there and, and calling some of those games, especially with uh, that team that's looking to, again, put together a really strong season and, and make another run at a state title game berth. So it looks to be an exciting winner. Rob, sure. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. Because you mentioned wrestling. Do you know how to call wrestling? You know, it, I could. Um, I did a wrestling match in college. I did one, singular. And how was it? It was great. I mean, honestly, I, I wouldn't say that it's my area of expertise, but that's what you're for. It's Yeah, oh, God, it's an interesting sport. So it's fun to call. Um, I find myself watching wrestling quite often. I know ESPN has sort of made a concerted effort to put more. You see the NCAA championship tournament throughout the, the winter gets blasted on their programmings which is kind of cool to see so i find myself getting really into it and i mean if alec baldwin or not alec what was it one of the steven billy baldwin one of them was a wrestler uh at uh, like an ivy league school and it was actually pretty good and if he can call wrestling matches i'm pretty sure i could you know give my shot at it and, and do a pretty good job so it's it's a fun sport to watch and just really intense and exciting and I would love to see more wrestling coverage, not going to lie. Okay. Well, full disclosure, I have no idea how to interpret the Baldwin <laughs> comment, but we'll see if we can make it happen for you. That'll be great. Under five minutes to go before the start of the second half and a programming update on the Bob Long Sports Front. We'll have our weekly radio show on Monday evening on the day before the first pitch of the World Series, Mets versus Royals. I know that we here at Bob Long Sports are very excited for that. It's one of my favorite events of the entire year, and we'll have full coverage of that. Look to have Tim Rowan of the New York Times, a beat writer for the New York Mets, on. And he's great. We've had him on the show before, a good friend of the show. Excited, hopefully, to have him. And we'll have full breakdown and analysis. And if you two have any thoughts that you want to – burning thoughts on the winter, uh, fall, the fall classic, I should say. I want to start, Bob. I, I don't know how many people on the broadcast know that. I, I never realized you're a Mets fan. Is that what I heard? Is that wow. What I, that, yeah, is you, that what I heard? You outed me. <laughs> I did. I'm you sorry. Outed I, me. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not the worst thing in the world. I, well, there, I appreciate there could be worse. That. There could be way worse. So, But I, it's just, that's interesting. I try I, to keep a low profile, Rob, in this city. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I'm a gentle giant. I don't want to rub anyone the wrong way with my fandom. I just want to cheer for my teams enjoy them and not get into fights no that's that's and that's totally fair and you gotta appreciate that as a sports fan being able to to no matter where you are to hold down your fandom is is, uh it it can be tough sometimes but you know more power to you for doing it so that's awesome but on the on the fall classic um you know i you kind of like the the underdog story i feel like the royals were sort of a an extension of watching the phillies from 06 to 08 when they were sort of coming along and putting together some good runs in, into the playoffs as they were really building their core. And, um, not to put a knock against your Mets, but I, I, I'll be pull, pulling slightly for the Royals just to see that city that's sort of been starving, I think, for some success in terms of sports to be able to come along and, and put something together. So, uh, But, you know, you're going to have the great pitching of the, the Mets going up against a, a lineup up and down in Kansas City that um, – you know they they've got some bats and also some pitching of themselves for themselves, but uh, I, that Mets you guys are sort of stacked top to bottom with that rotation. So I don't know what are your, what are your thoughts on uh, going up against Kansas City? Well, I'll make the pick on the show, but I'll give you essentially where my mindset and thought process will be: front end versus back end, and it comes down to that. The New York Mets 
for probably the best starting four as you go to in the postseason of any team in the entire league, and it's the reason they're here. Think about the pitchers that they've beaten. They've beaten Clayton Kershaw and Zach Greinke. They had to face both of them twice. So four games against those types of pitchers, and then one against Lester, one against Arietta. They've seen everybody and anybody that can be thrown at them. Yordani Ventura, Edinson Volquez, right? They, those guys can throw 96, 97 miles an hour, but that's nothing that the Mets haven't seen. Now, what they haven't seen is the back end of the bullpen. A lot of times this Mets team has been able to tack on against the back end of the Cubs, who they have some arms back there, but not necessarily the most accurate and, uh, and sort of young and inexperienced. For the Dodgers, Kenley Jansen is great, but beyond that, who do they really have? So that's going to be different now for the New York Mets. Maybe a little bit of pressure that comes along with they're going to need to get runs in the first six innings of ball games before they go to guys like Wade Davis, right, and guys like Herrera who can throw the ball triple digits. So I think that's what it will come down to. The Blue Jays were a team much more similar to the Cubs, I think, in that they had some big boppers but would strike out a lot as well. The Royals up and down the lineup will put the ball into play. You're going to have games at two pitchers' parks. The Mets, a team that are really built around hitting the home run the way they were constructed after the trade deadline this year. So, you know, there are things that I think bode towards the Mets, and then there are other things that I think bode towards Kansas City. I think it will be a close series, and you have to wait till Monday night for my official pick. Well, as a more of a casual baseball fan, I'd love to see it go to seven games. But going back to uh, the trade deadline, I think acquiring Jonas Cespedes has been you know huge for the Mets, adding you know another bat to the lineup when you're a, a pitching-heavy team like the Mets are. Uh, they were struggling a little bit the first half of the year, if I remember correctly, to, to score runs and. You know, he's been a, a huge addition as well as the other guys just uh, stepping up. Um, so I'll definitely be looking to, looking to see the Mets uh, bats along with their pitchers uh, going up against a very good Royals team that's, you know, I believe they won uh, last year's World Series. If I'm, uh, they I'm lost to the Giants in Game 7. Can I, no, I, I know you're not going to make your series prediction, but can I get a, a prediction on how long this Murphy streak continues? I, I think it ends in Game 1. You mean hitting a home run? Oh, Will yeah. he hit a home oh, run yeah. in game one? Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yep. I don't think he'll hit one in game one, but that's not to say that he won't have a couple hits because he's a guy that's built for postseason, a nice short swing. He's statistically the toughest guy in baseball to strike out, and I think that's what leads to success at that level. So we'll see what happens. And that's just a little bit of a slice of what you get on the Bob Long Sports Radio Show, and that's Monday night. Again, join us for Fall Classic Talk. We take your calls on the show. Tune in for the show itself. We'll give you the number on air, and we would love to hear from you. It's the halftime show here on Bob Long Sports. A couple minutes before we get underway once again, we'll take a break. Come back on the other side. It's the second half coming up. LaSalle versus Roman Catholic. Explorers leading 35-0 right here on Bob Long Sports. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports, and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. versus Roman Catholic getting ready for the second half kickoff right here on Bob Long Sports. LaSalle received in the first half, so now they will kick off and the Cahillites will received. And we've had an epiphany, gentlemen. The reason that Rob Stott continues to talk about Madden on this broadcast is because the tailback for the Explorers, this is too easy. I don't know why I didn't come up with this before. His last name is Madden. Cy Madden. That's got to be it's it. It's just in my head. and I, you know, He's been kind of doing it to me all year, and I'm surprised that this is really the game where <laughs> the Madden references are just breaking through and seemingly flowing. It's like a sieve leaking, and it's just terrible. I can't stop. Madden. Cy Madden. Madden football. It's, it's great. All right, now Savage will kick off for the Explorers. Cooper, along with Bussell, is back. Kick will be bobbled, and it'll go into the end zone for a touchback. Lucky for the Cahillites that that's the case. In fact, that was Rodney Michelle that was able to have that roll into the end zone after his bobble. Otherwise, that could have been downed at the one- or two-yard line. And uh, Rob and Bob, I must say, that's a very John Gruden-esque uh comparison going to Cy Madden and Madden NFL football. Wow, yes. I love this stuff. <laughs> very, very Spider 2 wide banana. Love to see some Spider 2 wide banana in the second half, but we'll see, uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Into the offense, here comes Roman Catholic. Inside handoff. No room right there. LaSalle will make the stop. Two yards in the backfield. Busill was on the carry. 
And Hamza Basil, we've seen him, when he can start getting downfield and go north-south, he can do a lot of things. And it, it reminds me of the LaShawn McCoy-Chip Kelly thing before the season. DeMarco Murray was brought in because he's a north-south runner and a guy who makes one cut and you won't get second and 12. Well, a lot of times that's more of a byproduct of your offensive line than it is how many cuts you make. And Busill can, has shown the ability to get downhill. He just can't get any leverage because the offensive line isn't giving him any blocking. Second down and 12. Busill cuts to the outside. Has some room, gets a yard, and nudges up for a gain of three. It's third and nine upcoming. And I think the thing that you're uh, seeing here and why he's having to make these cuts is because the LaSalle line is just overmatching Roman uh, and sort of forcing him to the outside. They're breaking through real easily. And, I mean, the only space when they're – I mean, you can't even really call it space because he hasn't been able to get too many decent chunks of yards has been on the outside where – there just are no defenders standing. So uh, definitely a, a byproduct of the size of the line, just really overmatching Roman. Now we see Anthony Butler, 6'3", 205, into play quarterback. He'll drop back five steps, cut up, doesn't look to throw, and he'll get dropped at about the line of scrimmage. Maybe a loss of one. We'll call it a sack for the Explorers. Fourth down and 10 upcoming. Roman Catholic forced to punt. And with LaSalle, when you have eight guys in the box like that, it's just, it's, it's very difficult, especially with the penetration LaSalle's been getting to, to get a runoff. And even if you get, you know, again, a, more of an athlete, a quarterback in, uh, that Romans, uh, the Romans finally uh, made their switch uh, after halftime, you know, it's, it's difficult to get any room. Now Rinella is back deep for the punt. He'll wait for a fair catch and catch it at the 46-yard line where LaSalle will start the offense, their side of the field, so they'll need to gain 54 yards to get to the end zone. 9.28 to play third quarter. We'll see who comes out to take the snap for the Explorers, whether it'll be Chris Ferguson or Isaiah Jones. Looks like it will be number 17, Chris Ferguson. And we have gone, apparently, to a running clock. That clock continued to run after... Nick Ranella made the fair catch. 9-17 and counting. Ferguson drops back, gets hit, throws it over the middle, just past the outstretched arms of number two, Charles Heaton. The sprinter speed got him close, but Ferguson was backing up, had the weight on his back foot, and was getting hit at the time. So some strength to get it down the field, but not quite accurate enough. Definitely nice to see Ferguson show off the arm strength there. Uh, when you have someone like Charles Heaton with that, that burner-type speed, uh, you'll definitely look to get him on a post route or on a streak, and you know, maybe one more block gets picked up. We might be uh, talking about six points there for Charles Heaton. Eight forty-one to play, clock running here in the third quarter. LaSalle leading thirty-five to nothing on the road against Roman Catholic. In the backfield is side Madden, Ferguson in the shotgun. They fake the inside handoff. Madden picks up a block, and now Ferguson takes off with it. A gain of about five yards just past the 50-yard line to the 49 of Roman Catholic. And, guys, it was that block from Cy Madden that gave Ferguson the time to sneak up the middle. And I want to just quickly apologize to Chris Ferguson because, I mean, he had some moves to make to get away from some – he had some nice blocking but also had to make a few moves to squeak his way through the pocket there and showed a little bit of athleticism and got, got a nice five-yard gain there on, on second down. So, so what are you apologizing for? I, I called him slightly less athletic than, than – uh, 
Isaiah Jones earlier in the in the first half there. So and it was a change of pace. He, you know, he yep. showed he's, he's got some moves. Chris Ferguson's a great athlete, but I don't think he would disagree with you there. <laughs> Isaiah Jones, a special, special athlete. Now Ferguson will roll to the right-hand side. A great throw from Ferguson and caught at the 33-yard line. A first down for Nick Rinella. Kept the foot in as he was approaching the sideline. A first down for the Explorers. 7.30 to play, third quarter. A nice play call there with the, the post route uh, getting to the sideline. And also, you know, the LaSalle running it to the left side as they uh, go right to left on our radio dial. Um, you get Ferguson rolling to his, to his right side, right-handed quarterback. You get him, you know, a lot of space to move. He can cut up field if he has to and try to make a play with his legs and also, you know, get, get someone on the outside with that open side of the field. Ferguson in the shotgun side, Madden to his right. Ball on the far hash, two wide receivers to the near side. They'll set up the screen. Extraordinarily high throw that time from Chris Ferguson. Sails over the head of Cy Madden. Again, tried to have some touch, but a bit too high on that throw. Will be second down and 10. Not sure what happened there. That was very high. It looked like he was trying to throw it out into the stands. Um, but, you know, at least he you know, got it out of bounds, got it out of the way. It looked like he was just trying to get rid of it with, uh, I believe it was number 40 from Roman Catholic coming through the middle. And then there was an illegal man downfield, penalty called against the Explorers, so they'll back them up five yards. Second and 15 upcoming. This will be from the 38-yard line of Roman Catholic. They need the KL8-23 for a first down. Clock ticking under 6.45 in the third quarter. Ferguson in the shotgun. Madden comes in motion. Now sets up to the left of Ferguson. Five-step drop. Will lob it up top. Nick Rinella tries to make the play. A flag comes in. It was broken up over the middle of the field. Troy Brown on the breakup. Roman Catholic and Jim Murphy not happy with that call. I think that's a really tough call, guys. I, I thought Rinella made contact with the ball. And then it was ripped for him, from him, I should say, by Troy Brown. Tough call that time will result in a first down for the Explorers after the pass interference. Yeah, and I think it might have actually been the result of a slightly, just slightly underthrown ball that, that sort of caused Ronaldo to slow down and maybe make some contact with the defender there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the timing seemed perfect by the Roman defender. It just didn't. I guess the rest didn't see it that way. Man, 35 nothing at home, and what I see is a clean play. You expect to get that call, but apparently not. First down, 23-yard line of Roman Catholic. Ferguson back. The screen over the middle. There's a slant that time from Charles Heaton. Went off his hands. Second down and 10 upcoming. It was a little behind him. He adjusted in midair there as he went up to grab it and just couldn't haul it in. Just an interesting note. Uh, usually, when LaSalle comes out in uh, you know a trip set or a bunch set, there's only you know one or two defensive backs out. Usually, a corner pressing the uh, the man furthest up in the bunch, and also a safety over the top. Roman coming out and they're uh, going man over man, covering them, uh, pressing at the line, and you know that's exactly what you'd like to do is throw a quick slant to someone like Charles Heaton with that acceleration and try to get him try to get him downfield. In the shotgun, Chris Ferguson now two receivers to the far side. Throw over the middle. Catch made by Kyle Johnson. Makes one man miss at the 15. Cuts inside to the 10. To the 5. A touchdown for the Explorers. Kyle Johnson with some individual moves. And puts the Explorers up 41 to nothing. 
Bob, that's exactly what I was thinking coming out of halftime. You're coming against a defense who might give you some some different looks in the past game, and also, you know, you've been already shown you can run the ball, and that's what everyone knows you can do. So getting some confidence in Chris Ferguson and maybe eventually Isaiah Jones, definitely important going into uh, Father Judge next week. The six foot, 175-pound wide receiver who we started seeing at the same time as Troy Holland down at DeMatha has become a bigger and bigger part of the offense as the season has gone on. Savage on to a kick, the extra point. Lower kick this time, sneaks it through. 42 to nothing for the Explorers. 5-11 to play, third quarter. Here from the Philadelphia Super Site, Roman Catholic's home field in the shadow of Citizens Bank Park. And I'm sorry, it seems like might have seemed like I glossed over Kyle Johnson with some great moves out in the open field. Just, you know, exemplifying again how many playmakers LaSalle has on their roster. And, you know, when you get them, get them the ball in their hands, they can make at least a few guys miss and, you know, get into the end zone like that. Tough to claw. Well, maybe easy to gloss over. I'm not sure. But easy to gloss over these guys when there are so many accolades to throw around this afternoon. LaSalle playing very, very well, finding space for playmakers, and that's exactly what Coach John Steinmetz wants. Now Savage is on to kick off. Deep for Roman Catholic. Number 12, Rodney Michelle and Humza Basil. Savage approaches. Kicks it deep. Caught at the five-yard line by Michelle. Brings it to the far side of the field. Has some room up to the 25. Now up to the 30. Cuts inside right there and will nudge forward. Looks like for another seven yards. A first down for Roman Catholic. They'll start the drive at their 37. Clock still ticking. Under 4.50 to play here in the third quarter. LaSalle scored 35 in the first half. Put up an additional seven. Here in the third quarter behind a touchdown run, or I should say a catch and run from number 10, Kyle Johnson. Butler, again the quarterback, in the shotgun, one receiver to the far side. Inside handoff, handed off to Cooper. Cooper gets maybe a half a yard as they went right up the middle. Roman Catholic has been unable to get to the outside the speed of the Explorers has been too much, so going up the middle has been about their best option, but when you have guys like Zobel and Maloney in the middle along with Piscopo, that can become a difficult exercise as well. You're 100% right, Bob, and I definitely like to see, you know, Anthony Butler get a couple chances to show off his arm and make some plays for this Roman offense where most of the game we've been seeing inside handoffs and maybe a few screen plays. One receiver to each side, Butler once again in the shotgun. He'll roll to his strong arm side. The catch is made, close to a first down, tackled about a yard short, Matt Galasso on the reception. We'll definitely look to see more of that from Anthony Butler, a little bit of some play action, or at least getting him to roll out to the edge and give him the opportunity to either decide to cut it upfield or get it out to his receivers in the flats or downfield. 3.14 to play, clock ticking here in the third quarter. Roman Catholic trailing 42 to nothing. We've seen Anthony Butler for this Cahillite team on the last couple of drives. Very big, 6-3. And looks to be the starter next year as a senior. Movement up front. 
Number 53, Rondell Stevenson, the guard, moves early and they'll march it off five yards. Will be third and six upcoming for Roman Catholic. Third and six upcoming from the 41 yard line. Roman Catholic needs the 47 for a first down. Butler in the shotgun. Fakes the inside handoff, takes it himself. And it'll be about a yard short, just inside the 46-yard line. Will be fourth down and one. Likely will keep the offense on the field with the clock ticking, 2.20 to go in the third quarter. Butler reads the signals from his placard on his wrist. Now Roman Catholic will come out in their fourth down formation in the shotgun. He fakes the inside handoff to the far side. One-handed catch, a first down for Roman Catholic. Tom Stevens on the reception. Stevens goes both ways, plays in the linebacker core, and also came off the line as a tight end that time. First down for Roman Catholic down to the 45-yard line of the Explorers. Great to see Anthony Butler kind of changing the pace up a little bit. Third down with that run up the middle again when you have more of an athlete at quarterback necessarily than, you know, maybe a pure pocket passer. It definitely provides so many more options in there. With the man in his face, he's able to dump it off to the, to the tight end there. It makes a great play. Now a first down for Butler and the Cahillites. Three-step drop. He'll go over the top. Receiver has a step. Makes the play at the 18-yard line. And all the way down to the 15, a first down for Roman Catholic. Joey Bristow on the reception. That time Butler uh, puts it in the perfect spot for his receiver. Uh, nice throw and catch and you know, Roman's biggest gain of the day other than uh, the kick return earlier. Um, definitely looking to see, be interesting to see what they do now getting down into the red zone. We'll see if uh, maybe they go back to the inside handoff or they let uh, Butler air it out. 46 seconds to play here in the third quarter. They'll snap it directly to Cooper. Cooper fields a block upfield by number three, Butler. About a gain of four yards to the 11-yard line. Second and six upcoming. They'll get one more playoff, it looks like, before the end of the third quarter, and they'll switch ends of the field. 42-0, LaSalle leads. Roman threatening for the first time this afternoon inside the red zone of the Explorers. With seven seconds left, Boyles into the shotgun, the snap, the lob to the corner, touchdown for Roman Catholic. Joey Bristow came down with it, and the Kaolites are on the board. And that's just a perfectly executed fade route. Um, Butler catches, gets the snap and just leaves it up there for his receiver to come down with it. A uh, little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of confusion there, I guess, on the outside for LaSalle, but great play there by Roman. Now on to attempt the extra point, Ethan Mailer. LaSalle will get a quick substitution in. Austin Lemke will come off the field. Jason Kessler will come on. Mailer to attempt the extra point. It is up and it is good. And at the end of the third quarter, triple zeros on the clock. In the third, 
Roman tacks on an extra point. It's 42 to seven now, LaSalle leads. Cahill lights on the board for the first time this afternoon. It was a very nice drive by Butler. It's first you know, time the offense really got going for the day and great job of capping it off with a nice throw uh, to his receiver. Joey Bristow ran a nice route there. He looked to cut to the inside and then when that cut was being made, the ball was already in the air from Butler. So the D-back was already committed inside, thinking it was a slant, and then he just beelined for the, the pylon, which the ball was waiting for him when he got there. A really good lob throw that time and a better route by Joey Bristow. Roman Catholic now will kick off. Mailer approached the ball almost as if he was going to Kick an onside kick now as they break the huddle. Likely to kick it deep. But we'll see down 35 as if they decide to try to get it back on an onside. They'll squib it up the middle. Play made at the 30-yard line. And now up the field come the Explorers. Kohler Sentley all the way up to the 45-yard line. They were tearing and ripping at it. Looks like he held on. And LaSalle will start from their own 46. Head referee will actually spot him a full yard back from where it looked like he went down. They'll start at the 45-yard line. 11.30 and counting here in the fourth quarter. LaSalle leading 42-7 against Roman Catholic. Now we have not Chris Ferguson, not Isaiah Jones, but instead Thomas Lamort, junior quarterback, six-foot, 170, has been on JV for a few years now. And it's great to see out there uh, Tommy Walton down at center, the big man, uh, one of my classmates. I love the guy. It's nice to see him uh, get out here and look to see what kind of plays he can make up the middle. Again, even the second unit for LaSalle's offensive line still, still massive and uh, will definitely be giving uh, Roman some problems up front. Now Lamort under center, eye formation for the Explorers. Two receivers to the far side, ball on the near hash. Handoff comes to Lajeunesse. Lajeunesse hitting the backfield. Great penetration that time by the Cahillites, a loss of three. And just as I say, you know, the size of LaSalle, maybe a little bit of inexperience kicking in uh, with guys, you know, not necessarily seeing the field as much um, out there. Uh, get blown up a little bit on that play, but it looked See him come back strong on second and third down. Second and 13 upcoming. Lamort gets the call from the sideline. Reads the play off the placard on his left wrist. And the Explorers break the huddle. 10.25 to play fourth quarter. Explorers leading 42-7. Lamort in the shotgun. Lajeunesse to his right. Takes the snap. Inside handoff to Lajeunesse. Lots of room. Past the 50. No one's going to get him. Down to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Explorers. Kevin Lajeunesse with a gain of 58 yards. And the Explorers have tacked six more on the board. It's 48-7. And that's got to be a great kind of feeling play for Lajeunesse there, a guy that might not see the field on offense so much, um, but just to, to find a nice big hole up the middle and be able to turn on the burners for a fullback, you know, 
you don't see those kinds of big chunks of yards for fullbacks very often. And uh, he, he's going to be feeling, he's loving that one later tonight. The fullback and special teams extraordinaire Kevin Lajeunesse comes up with a big run for a touchdown. Savage on to attempt the extra point for the sec for the seventh time, I should say, up and good. 49-7, the Explorers lead over Roman Catholic. And you got to be happy for a guy like Kevin Lajeunesse to get in there and break a big one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Lajeunesse is a senior. Um, the guy who makes a lot of a lot of big plays on special teams where you know you don't necessarily hear about it a lot, getting down on kickoffs, getting down on punts, covering them. It's great to see him get a shot on offense and you know break a big one for 58. 9.59 to play, fourth quarter. Explorers leading 49 to 7. Coming back in a big way after losses to Archbishop Wood and St. Joe's Prep in the previous two weeks. Next week we'll be on. Father Judge will be the next opponent for the Explorers. We'll be on Friday night for that. Savage on to kick. Deep for the Cahillites, Rodney Michelle and Humsa Basil. Fumbled at the 10 yard line. Ball is still loose. Looks like Michelle might have come up with it, but they're still scrambling at the bottom of the pile for it. Lajines comes up and points Roman Catholic's way. Now another explorer thinks it's LaSalle ball. Head referee confirms it's Roman Catholic football. They'll start from the 20-yard line. So just the same as a touchback, but a little bit more white-knuckled in the process. We see Anthony Butler on the field once again, the 6'3 junior quarterback for Roman Catholic. Out wide is number one, Joey Bristow. Two running backs in the backfield with Butler. Ball right in the middle of the field. Inside handoff to Cooper. Makes one man miss. Has some room. A good block from Bristow. An eight-yard gain taken down at the 28-and-a-half-yard line. Second down and short upcoming for Roman Catholic. 9.20 to play fourth quarter, trailing 49-7. Butler now huddles with the offense. Back to the LaSalle defense. Claps to break the huddle. And Roman Catholic is in a shotgun set. One receiver to both sides. Ball on the near hash. Inside handoff. Cooper has some room up to the 40-yard line. Gets dragged down but turns the legs forward. An extra seven yards after initial contact. Up to the 47-yard line. A first down for the Cahillites. That was a great run there and great, great job by Roman's offensive line uh, getting penetration. And it looked like it was an inside zone where uh, the tight end or fullback who was up closer to the line of scrimmage and the gun uh, came over and sealed the, sealed the edge there a little bit and uh, enabled it for the running back to get up the middle and get a nice gain. Butler again in the shotgun. Bristow to the near side. Inside handoff to Cooper. Cooper cuts it up to the 40-yard line of the Explorers and all the way down to the 38. Another first down. That's a run of 14 yards for Butler. 
or I should say Cooper that time. And another good call by Roman, a little bit of misdirection. Looked like he was going to go straight downhill and then cut it a little bit back to the right. Uh, found the hole, went, attacked the gap that was open, and another nice game for first down. 7.53 to play fourth quarter. Roman driving, now in LaSalle territory. Trailing 49-7, going right to left on your radio dial. Another misdirection play. Scoots right and makes a man miss. Will be a gain of three yards. Nice run that time from Marquise Cooper. And we've seen late here some really nice runs from number 18. Some good things out of the sophomore running back. Second down and six upcoming. Butler in the shotgun. Marquise Cooper to his left. They hand off to the outside. Might have gotten away with a hold. Cooper gets dragged down a yard past the line of scrimmage, but a nice job by Cooper just to get back to the line of scrimmage there. Again, looks like a little bit of a tug on the outside at the end for LaSalle that prevented what would have been a big loss there, but Cooper stayed with it. We'll be third down and five. We'll be looking to see what Roman does here if they let uh, the quarterback, um, Anthony Butler, maybe give it, give it a shot downfield a little bit uh, or if they'll play a conservative again. And just nice little handoff up the middle. Uh, that's what I'd expect to see, but um, take a look. Almost certainly four down territory. Third and five upcoming. Butler in the shotgun. They fake the handoff to Cooper. Will roll to the off-sand side. Tom Stevens was the intended receiver. Out past his outstretched arms and... It was the pressure from the Explorers, that time by Nick Piscopo, the senior linebacker, that forced the throw a bit quicker than Butler wanted to get rid of it, and as a result, passed the outstretched arm of number 42, Tom Stevens. And Rowan's been gaining, I think, about 8 to 10 yards each time when they run that play, the play action up the middle, and then the, the fullback or tight end getting out uh, on the edge and getting it to him with some blockers upfield. Bristow to the outside, Shane Flaherty, the receiver, to the far side. The throw comes towards Bristow, makes one man miss. Very, very close to the first down, right on the line. I think the officials are gonna wave the chains forward. And it was that second effort from Joey Bristow that will likely give him the first down, and indeed it is a first for Roman Catholic. 5.19 to play, fourth quarter. Butler moving the Cahillites down the field. With some help from Marquise Cooper from the backfield as well, and that time a great catch. Went up and got it from Joey Bristow and then made a man miss to get another half yard. Direct handoff to Cooper. Butler goes out to block. Cooper has room to the outside. Nudged out on the sideline at about the 21, close to the 20-yard line. Looks like a gain of six. Might have been a little bit hold, of holding there on the outside, and you know it is a it's a little different, especially getting a quarterback out there pulling the block. Uh, not always you know the most experienced in blocking. Usually trying to get out of the way of guys, uh, but a good job there of him getting the edge. Definitely also maybe a little late in the game. Kind of just want to get this thing going. In terms of not calling yeah. the hold, I think you'll see a little less laundry the rest of the way. I completely agree. Second and four. Butler, three-strap drop across the middle. Butler only went out with one hand. He clearly 
saw the hit coming across the middle and wanted no part of it. Incomplete. Yeah, and if he came in with that catch, he was gonna get. He was about to get lit up. So that you don't want to. It's not good to see you know drop passes like that. But that's for someone's personal safety. Might have been the best decision there. Yeah, it looks like James Van Camp, number 32, was ready to deliver the blow from the safety position. Third and four upcoming, misdirection handoff to Cooper. Has some room to the outside, crosses the 15, now crosses the 10, knocked out of bounds at the five yard line. A first down for Roman Catholic as we tick under 3.30 to play in the fourth quarter. Roman been having a lot of success with those counter kind of misdirection runs and got uh, the more inexperienced second unit of LaSalle to kind of overcommit to the uh, to the run to the inside and tons of room to the outside, almost scored. Uh, now, great spot here, first and, first and goal from the six. Look to, see, uh, look to see some more of those misdirection runs the rest of the way. They mark Cooper out at the six yard line, first down and goal. Low snap, Butler's on top of it, will be a loss of a lot there. Eight yards almost. Seven or eight yards will be second and goal from the 13. But again, Butler just lucky to come up with that one. Really not a good snap. Kind of bent down versus using the legs to go down and get it. And result is a fumble and a loss of seven. 2.33 to go. Fourth quarter, LaSalle leading Roman Catholic 49-7. Have dominated from the start. Roman looking to mount a late drive here and increase the point total to 14. The fade to the far side, caught by Joey Bristow, number one. That's his second touchdown reception of the game and the section, second touchdown throw of the game from number three, Anthony Butler. And again, Bob, that was the same sort of route you saw on the other end of the field uh, towards the end of, at the end of the third quarter with that just beautiful, you know, Butler dropping back and, and throwing the fade to... Um, to Bristow and just able to come up with it again. Just beat his defender. Mailer up and good with the extra point. 49 to 14, 215 to play here in the fourth quarter. And again, going back to the touchdown pass, it was just that inexperience that you can see it uh, shine through when, you know, last time down the field on the other end, uh, run pretty much the same play with the cut inside and then immediately back out uh, from the receiver Bristow and Another great throw, and the, the young corner for LaSalle definitely bit on that, bit on that inside slant. Um, left him pretty much wide open for that snag. Good day for Joey Bristow. And, Andrew, I think you'd agree. Roman Catholic going into next year may have a quarterback that they can be comfortable throwing pretty much any ball around the field. Yeah, you talked about some inexperience on the D-backs, but that's a good throw that time from Anthony Butler. Definitely a great throw by Butler. Um, be interesting to see this uh, this Roman team next year, especially with Butler at the helm. I expect him to, you know, prove himself and become the starter. And be interested to see what happens with uh, Bristow as well. Roman Catholic now will kick off to the Explorers. Not sure if we'll see any type of onside attempt here. If they'll just kick it long, kicking it long would essentially end the football game as. We've now gone to a running clock, and once you start with a running clock, that running clock does not stop. They'll kick it high and short, caught by number two, Charles Heaton. Waits for blocks, very patient up the middle, has room to the 40-yard line, and is taken down at the 43. 
Again, the patience that time from number two, Charles Heaton, is what impresses me the most, and a solid run back from number two. And going forward, that's something that I'd love to see from LaSalle, just getting the ball into Charles Heaton's hands. Uh, just so great, so patient, able to make these just very sharp cuts and able to find it, you know, his own way, getting up to the, the 43 there on the kick return. And, you know, on the offense, I, I think that's why we saw uh, Chris Ferguson take a couple shots to him uh, earlier in the game and look to see more of him for the rest of the season. We'll see the dynamic duo of Thomas Lamort and Kevin Lajeunesse in the backfield once again. Last drive resulted in a touchdown run from Lajeunesse. And a flag comes, likely a false start, and indeed it is, against LaSalle. Five-yard penalty will result in first and 15. And LaSalle now will start this down and drive from their own 38-yard line. 1.36 to play. Clock still running. A couple of snaps here remaining in this football game. Lamort in the shotgun. Lajeunesse to his right. Inside handoff. Looks for room. Only gets about two yards taken down by a cavalcade of Cahillites at the 40-yard line. 70 seconds to play. From the South Philadelphia Athletic Super Site here in the shadow of Citizens Bank Ballpark where the Philadelphia Phillies play 81 games a year. Lamort in the shotgun, second and 13. Takes the snap, inside handoff to Lajeunesse, bounces it to the outside, back to the line of scrimmage, now up past the 50 yard line and tackled just into Cahillite territory. Took out a member of the chain gang there, rolling over the uh, rolling over the marker. But again, a great run, great speed there shown by Lajeunesse. You know, listed as a fullback, but you know he's got some acceleration himself. Just showing again the depth of the playmakers that LaSalle has, and it's it's really something to see. We'll be third and three now. They'll mark him right at the midfield stripe, but not before backing them up. Looks like a hold was called, or legal's hands to the face, I should say. So that's a 15-yard penalty from the spot of contact, and we'll back the Explorers all the way up to the 31-yard line. Second and 21, 33 seconds to go. Handoff to Lajeunesse inside. Number 16, Danny Selecki, the sophomore quarterback, took that snap. 20 seconds to play. They'll get one more snap off. Selecki in the shotgun. Kevin Lajeunesse to his left. Lajeunesse the inside handoff. Drop for a loss in the backfield. A loss of two. And as we tick under five seconds to play, that'll be the last play of this football game. LaSalle has responded after two straight losses. Improved to four and three on the season with a 49-14 win on the road against Roman Catholic. And it's a great win for LaSalle, but I think if you go back and ask Lajeunesse about those last two snaps, he might not appreciate getting stuffed up the middle, just <laughs> taking a few extra hits there. But uh, still going to still gonna feel good with the win uh, coming after, like you said, after those two straight losses. So uh, awesome performance today by the Explorers. So now we turn our attention to Father Judge next weekend. With a win, they assure themselves the two seed in the Quad A Philadelphia Catholic League playoffs. St. Joe's Prep all but locked up number one at this point. Roman Catholic looks to be number four. So now you're going to see Father Judge in this case. Either way you slice it, 
two times in three weeks. What type of toll does that take on the winning team's psyche, on the losing team's psyche, and, and how does that second matchup usually play out, Rob? Uh, well, I, going into it, I, I wonder um, how much each side sort of decides not to show their full hand, maybe, uh, play a little mind games. I know, obviously, you want the home field advantage going into that second matchup. So, I mean, you, you're, you're playing to win. You always play to win the game. Um, but you play to win the game. Uh, but, you know. Don't I, worry. It's not a bad <laughs> reference. You're allowed no. to say it. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, I, you want the home field advantage. And, and But, you know, you're sort of trying to feel each other out in that first contest, um, see what each other's got to offer, and then take that knowledge into the second game um, and, you know, try to game plan around that, sort of what you saw. Uh, but obviously you can't expect that each side's going to show everything that they that they have. So I, it's maybe not the best reference, but, you know, you think of it kind of like a preseason game, how each side might – you're not going to show your, you know, your full deck of cards uh, going into it. So you kind of want to hide a little bit or – save something for that second matchup. So um, either way, I, I think both of them are going to be great games to watch here as we wind down this season. And, Andrew, let's get your final wrap-up comments here. What you saw here today, and if you see a different team out here, based upon what you saw versus Wood and or Prep, certainly not the same quality of football, so it can be tough to, I think, uh, really start to analyze that. But what did you see here this afternoon? Right, it's very tough to, to gauge, especially in a game that goes this way. Uh, obviously, you love to come out with the win. Uh, but going into next week, um, hopefully we see Chris Ferguson with some more confidence and we see LaSalle like, uh, maybe attack Father Judge's secondary and go down the field a little bit on them. Definitely will open up the, the running game for Cy Madden, which obviously today went great. Five rushing touchdowns for LaSalle, or I believe six actually with the Lajeunesse attacking on his at the end. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to be, you know, the case of whether, you know, Cy Madden, Nick Rinella, and those guys will be able to, to get loose and get up the middle, get to the outside uh, against Father Judge's defense, and then whether uh, LaSalle, I, I believe in their defensive line, being able to shut down uh, Father Judge's run game. We'll see how they can hold him in the pass next week. LaSalle wins 49-14 to against Roman Catholic. We say goodbye here from South Philadelphia, and the only one way to go out from South Philly is, of course, our boy Rocky. LaSalle wins 49 to 14. And for my color commentators, Andrew Zarilli, Rob Stott, I'm Bob Long saying so long from South Philly. We'll see you guys next time right here on Bob Long Sports. <laughs>